Wow. Good morning. It is time to skip the BS. Time for Undisputed. Time to talk. Shot of the night. Shot of the year. Shot of the century. Max Struess from 59 feet to shock the Mavericks at the buzzer in Cleveland. I probably watched this, I don't know, 25 times already. I can't get enough of it. Maybe because I've never been a Mark Cuban fan. But the looks of stunned agony on the Mavs' faces, the looks of stunned ecstasy on the Cavs' faces, well, let me see it again and again and again, as you're seeing now. That shot was why I'm addicted to watching sports night after night after night. You just never know what you might see. I have a whole lot more to say about that shot in this game, but my debate partner, Keyshawn Johnson, won the toss again this morning, and he never defers, so he gets the ball first. So <laughs> would you please kick us off, no, it was a good, Mr. Johnson, and give us your thoughts on that shot? Good morning, Skip. Good morning. Amazing shot. Chill factor. You think about it. You you just beat a team that two guys combined for 85 points in Luca and Kyrie. And I, I don't know can get this. This is why yeah, sports Luka goes is, 45 and 14 and loses. And this is why sports is is so amazing and crazy. And you never give up hope. You just never you're never out of it until the end. You're never out of it until that, that clock says zeros across the board. So when you think about getting that basketball in your hands, it be, it's a walk off. You know, a lot of athletes have, have scored or done something at the end of games to win. But this was, this was an amazing shot that goes in just basically for me, that's, that's a, a logo shot, even though when I look at it, it's just across half court. But he yeah. lined it up perfectly. Perfectly. I lined, lined it up perfectly. He put the spin on it. I mean, I've tried that myself 50,000 times. I've never, ever Likewise. made one. Likewise. Never, ever made one. Well, just, as you know, it's, it's not that easy to get the ball that far just shoving it with well, you. I, but, but obviously, he's a professional. He knows what to do. But when you're out there messing around yeah. at the gym and you just say, okay, I'm going to line it up perfectly in center court and I'm going to try to push it mm -hmm. and get there, it's either going to fall short or it's going to go way right, way left, or too far beyond the basket. This is just a – and on top of that, you have a defender merging on you and coming towards you. It was Luca. I mean, it's just like yeah. – it, I don't even know what to say other than he hit it the bottom of the net. And on top of that, it's um, – what was it, 59? It was a 59-footer. yeah. And, and so that's only the fifth player since 1997 to have five threes in the final four minutes of a game. I mean, it's like – Think of some of the names, Todd Day. Now, Paul George, you would think of back in 2013. Yeah. But in Dame Lillard, you would say, yeah. But then Todd Day, mm -hmm. uh, Troy Daniels, and then obviously Max. Yeah. There's not like, when, when I went through this list, I was thinking to myself, I was like, okay, it's probably Steph Curry. It's probably Klay Thompson, Reggie Miller. None of those guys are on this list. No. It's just, it's crazy. It's weird. It's unpredictably, it, 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 it's, it's inexplicable. And, and they got a good basketball team, though, in hey, Cleveland. They're really good. They, they, got a good, they got a good team in Getting Cleveland. Getting better and better. Okay, so let's, let's quickly look at the last sequence because, again, Luka goes 45 with 14 assists. Sensational. And let's see what happened in the last sequence of this game where Luka almost lost the ball there, and he makes a really nice feed to P.J. Washington, who goes up. For that, that looked like it's two seconds left, the game over, and Mobley gives it right back to Struess, which, you know, it, that was a sweet play by Mobley because usually you might turn and look up court, but, you, but there's no time left, so he gives it right back to Struess. And guess who was not in the game was Donovan Mitchell, who had been very hot down the stretch also for Cleveland. And as Struess said after the game, I was lucky because that, that should have been Donovan's shot. But Donovan was out of the game for defensive purposes on that last possession. Didn't help but because they scored easily at the rim. But, but there's no Donovan on the floor, which gave Struess a chance to play hero. Yeah, but even so, though, if, if, but that, it's not like a normal three. No. So even no. having Donovan on the floor, you, you don't you, know. You probably want to get it to him at but that you gonna point. But you're going to get it, but you probably – are trying to get it across the yeah, court. Yeah. I don't know if they would even had enough time to get it across the court. It probably would have yeah. been a different type of inbound pass yeah. to get it across the court to be able to knock it down. You were right. 
Okay, so it was a he, nice pass he, by Luca. He, he it was a sweet pass. Luca played a great basketball game, and yet inbounds right back, and Struess gets a running start, which certainly helped with the momentum of getting the ball all the way to the bucket, and. He shot it perfectly because the it's that backward reverse rotation that's just perfectly textbook basketball shot. And yet Luca took the fall after the game, which he does. It's kind of sarcastic. He said it was my fault because I should have pressed up on him more. But but if you watch this closely, Luca gets a hand in his face. You don't want to foul him. You know, yeah, the Luka last got up off the ground about this. Right, well, OK, OK. But that's what he does. <laughs> I, I don't think he can dunk. He tried to dunk in the All-Star game. It's, it's he has so hard funny time. you said that. Yeah. Last night, as I'm watching the game, I, I was sitting there and I said to myself, I don't know if he can dunk. Uh, I, I, don't I, think I he literally, can. no, he can yeah. probably dunk, but not And, and you know what else? Even Jokic has a hard time dunking. He's seven feet tall. I'm serious. No, I, I believe And these it. are two of the best players in the I, game. I, I said How that last night, watching the game, watching yeah. that. I said, I said, I wonder if he can dunk. Well, in the All-Star game, he tried to get up and he, he couldn't get it up above the rim because he doesn't need to. <laughs> and nope. he is... He is six feet, seven inches tall, so he just plays off his height. But if you watch that last sequence, he, he does get a little running start and puts a hand in his face, which is about all you can ask is, is that, you know, this, this is a sweet feed. And then Luca doesn't give up on it. I mean, he doesn't dog this play. He, he, he comes, you know, he, he made a jump at him. I mean, he yeah, bothered him side, a little bit. Though. It was okay. more to the side. All right. Okay. He, so now let's look at what Max Struess did in the last three minutes and 45 seconds, because this is inexplicable to me. This is five threes in the last 345. Open There's the look, first one. He, he outscored Dallas 15 Catch to nine shoot, in the bam. last 345. And, and he said every one of them, when it left his hand, he just knew it was good. Well, you know that. Well, feeling. he's in rhythm. Catch yeah. and shoot. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. Okay. There's no pause in it. All of it is catch and shoot. Yeah. Even that one, to a degree, is a catch and, it was. catch and shoot. It was. All right, so this is a guy who is shooting 34% from three. That ranks 138th in, in, bas- in the NBA right now of 166 qualified three-point shooters. So it's not great. But he's having a career year in his first year with Cleveland. He's 12 uh, five and four, so it's pretty good. And he pretty starts. Good. He starts every game for them, and they're a good basketball. Team. He may have a low percentage in terms of shooting, but he has the ability because of his stroke. When he when he's in rhythm, it's like any shooter though. When they're in rhythm, they can catch and shoot. Yeah. it's smooth and flow. If you have hesitation in in that catch and shoot, you are gonna miss him. All five of those shots, even the last one, there was no hesitation. I got it. Boom. I'm got it. Boom. It's just there. Now, nobody was really engaging in front of him, so it was open looks. He should knock those. He's a professional NBA player. He should knock those down going away, Skip. Okay, but he's a 34% three-point shooter. Yes, and, 34% with people in his face. Okay, but, but those are, they're, they're not that simple. Like, they're, they're not completely unguarded shots. Those he, shots are he, unguarded he, right he, there, he, though. But he just goes into the zone like crazy. Okay, you have been in the zone, not yeah. as a three-point oh, yeah. shooter. Yeah, but, but in other a, things. Yeah, in other things where I, I can't explain it, but it's mystical to me how all of a sudden you just think everything, you're going to catch every football or because whatever, however con- you can. It's a comfort yeah. level, Skip. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, it's a comfort level, right? Like I said, all athletes, for the most part, you've done something at, a end of, at the end of a game to help your team win. Okay. Along the way, you get comfortable. You know, you, you say, like you say, you say, well, a guy's 11 of 11 on attempts and catches because I'm now focused in Like, what was your best everything. NFL game? I'm sure you know off the top of your head. I, I, Catching-wise? Yeah. Like, where, where did you have big catches where, where the ball just it seemed like it was coming in slow motion to you, where, where you just said, I'll do I, this to me, Skip, because the yeah. only thing I could give you is a lot of them. That's all I okay, can well, give that's you. Fair. That's I, fair. I, I can't, that's you know, I, don't, I can't pinpoint... Because what you might think was my best game, yeah. I think different, right? Okay. Some people say, well, best game was a playoff game in history, da-da-da, Jack. And I say, nah, my best game was against the Minnesota Vikings in 98. Okay. Or my best game was against uh, the New Orleans Saints or, what, you know, or whatever I feel that best game is. But, yes, well, surely in surely something sticks in your head where, boy, I just killed it that day. I, I just, no, they, they couldn't Here's stop one, me. Here's uh, okay? 98 at, okay. at, at, at the Jets against the Miami Dolphins. Uh, 
Patrick Sertan, along with Sam Madison, and Sean Wooten. Nothing they could do. They, they threw everything they could at me, but it was one of those deals. Ray Lucas is my quarterback. And it's just like I run a shallow cross, balls thrown in my shoelaces. I put my hand down the sticks I, out the back gate. Go the other way, same Ray, thing. Ray was you know? the most accurate. That's okay, though. Yeah, no, it no. didn't matter, but yeah. it was one of those zone games where you there just you okay. couldn't. I mean, I remember running a corner route for a touchdown, and Sam has perfect coverage. He's on my top shoulder, and he has this arm pulling it down, and, and the ball's coming over. I just stick, boom, touchdown, and he's all over me. Couldn't believe, but it was one of those nights. That, that okay. was one in 98. All right. So you were in your zone. Oh, absolutely. That Was it a night absolutely. game? Absolutely, night uh, game. Well, right. it, was, it was a late, late game, game that turned okay, into Okay, I got it. I got it. The point is, you were a way more talented player than Max Struess. I understand. Max Struess did not get drafted. Max Struess started at a little school called Lewis and then went to DePaul mm-hmm. and then was undrafted by Pat Riley in the Miami Heat. And he found a place for them because he's got guts. He, he'll make a, an occasional big shot, and he will play big on the boards. And, and he's, he, he's, a, he's a tough guy, and, and Pat just liked his grit and his yeah. fight, the fight in he's it. A, right? He's a pro, but you develop yeah. over time. Yeah. Just because at the small school and then at DePaul and then with the, the heat, he was yeah. just okay. And now, all of a sudden, he's developed into a professional basketball player. Yeah. Again, this isn't Dame Lillard. This isn't Reggie That's what Miller. I'm saying. It's, it, but it, but it, it's but never those kind of guys. Skip. This, this, it's like the NBA gods tap somebody on the shoulder on some weird night in Cleveland, Ohio, and all of a sudden, he makes five threes at the end of the game that – that he shouldn't be capable of making because his But that's history, not but that shouldn't yeah. be capable of making is not true. Yeah, but his history shows you he shouldn't. But history shows you he's never been in that situation where he's had to make five threes in a row with three what was it with with uh how many? 345. With 345. So 345 he scores 15 points in the last three Yes, and a half but minutes. think about it. He's getting the basketball mm-hmm. Right at the point where he can catch and shoot yeah. it. He's not getting it. He's not getting it at his ankles. It's not over his head. Yeah. These things is right in his belly. Okay. So as soon as he gets it, he boom, bam, he's letting okay. it go. It's like practice. So help me out. Why do you think he's no longer a Miami Heat? Well, because he probably didn't do as well as they wanted him to do. Thank you. That's with them, so, though. Last year, the Heat got hot, thanks to Jimmy Butler for the most part. And they make it to the finals against the Denver Nuggets, as you recall, because the Nuggets had your, your your Lakers had them four straight times and let them off the hook. Yeah. So yeah. there they go into the finals, and they wind up winning the finals, as you recall, in five games. You know who the biggest culprit was to me, and I picked the Heat to win that series because I thought they were just on fire. I don't fire. know why you would pick the Heat. Okay. Which series? The finals, the NBA finals last year. Um, okay, you, you guess what? Lose money. Guess what? Max Struess did in the finals. He went 6 of 32 from 3. Do some math on that, and it comes out to 19%. You cannot win with 19% shooting. Well, of shooting. course you can't. Yeah. But and, it's okay. But they, they leaned on him. They relied on him. And even in the previous round, he'd only shot 34% against the Celtics. Because he's he, shown them, though, in the past, yeah. somewhere along the line, that they, yeah. built, they felt confident enough yeah. to get the ball in his hands that he would be able to do it. Yeah. It didn't happen. Okay. He is known to make an occasional big shot. And if I could show you real quick, back to his days at Little Lewis College before he even went to DePaul... You know when he Doug made, up Lewis College film? Yeah, he made look, look at this. He, th- this is a three-quarter court shot. If you can see it, he j- he just uh, it's hard to see that it left his hand, but that's from three-quarter court, not half court. He he launches this. It, it, it's like I, how do you even throw it that far? But there it is, and he just you can't really. It's, it's a little grainy. I see, I see, but I can you, see, you it, a see bit, it. Yeah. But but he makes it. It's a buzzer, but it, like it's a walk off. So this okay? is something that so obviously he, it's he in practices. his nature. It's yeah, in, obviously I, I don't he's know. If, I don't. You, I don't know if you ever practice that shot. But maybe I, just I can, I can guarantee you, as an NBA player, the basketball player, he's practicing those type of shots. He's practicing three quarter court. You might. I can practice promise you, they're playing horse. They're playing uh, knockout. Whatever yeah. it is that they're doing in their downtime, okay. he's practiced that enough okay. to be comfortable to let it go. Because you just right. showed me two of them already. I did. One from college and one from the pros. That and is I'm true. sure if you dig into his practice archive, 
you'll see him make those same shots yeah. in practice. And by the way, real quick aside, there's been one longer buzzer beater in, I think it's the last 25 years in the NBA, and it was not by Steph, it was not by Dame, it was by Devontae Graham for the New Orleans Pelicans against Oklahoma City in 2021. It was, was December it 15, 61 feet. 61. Yeah, I'm talking about buzzer beater walk-off. You know, the, this is a longer walk-off. This is Devontae Graham. Whew, that's a heave. Lord, now that back, you know, that, that, that's backboard, so there's some luck involved. The Strew shot last night was as pure as you can stroke it. There, there's, it luck, there's luck involved in all of the shots across half court. Yeah. Half, across, okay, on the other you, side. If, if you don't call bank, and he's obviously not calling bank, he's not trying to shoot that ball off the backboard. No, yeah. skip with okay, so all, that's some luck. They're all luck, Okay, though. but if the Strew shot looks pure to me. It looks like no. he aimed and fired, and it switched. Yes, but that's luck. Right? You're it not, almost looked like he was shooting a free throw. He... Look, look, he lined it up perfectly He with the rotation on the ball, all of that. But all of these shots are luck. Unless you are across half court and on your end of the mm-hmm. court where now you're, you know, you're, you're, sure. you're into the Dame Steph situation, yeah. they're, they're all luck. Okay. So here's why Pat Riley said no to Max Struess as he was going to become a free agent. Well, he was 6 of 30 something, you just yeah. said. He was 6 of 32. <laughs> yeah. But, but he, here's in the, the regular season for the Heat, he was. In the playoffs, it fell four percentage points to 32.5. Well, 32.5 is is not very good. But he's a role player. He is what he is. This is not a superstar player. He's an NBA professional basketball player. So every once in a while, he'll make a big shot, and you say, boy, I can live with that. But Pat's saying, well, I, I can't live with 32.5%. I can't live with 19% no, in the NBA nobody, Finals. But not just Pat. Nobody can live with and, that. And yet Cleveland said, yes, we will. And they gave well, him four, four years, $62 million. It's, 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 it's $16 million a it's, year. It's, not, it's the NBA. Yeah. It's basketball. Okay. Yeah. It is. Okay. So they put him in their starting line. He started every game for them. And they are living with the fact he's a 34% regular season three-point shooter because every once in a while, that happens. And, that's and again, okay. it's not Steph, it's not Clay, it's not Dame. It, it's three-point shooting that you can't really explain. But in sports, even in your game of football, there's nothing like three-point shots on dramatic impact because it just the math of it just changes the game. When, when you can make five threes, listen, Dallas can't play much better than Dallas played down the stretch. And, and as you said, Kyrie also got 30. They're making shots. And if one guy named Max Struess, one guy you don't expect to do it, makes five threes because he gets tapped on the, the shoulder by the NBA gods, it's your turn, it's your time, it's your night, you can't overcome it because it's three at a time. You can't overcome it. Who was that for us last year? Uh, and I say us, the Lakers. Yeah. He's no longer with us, and I can't even think of his name. But it was in the playoffs. It was against Golden State. Uh, God, gosh, I can't think of his name. Oh. Uh, you know exactly what I'm talking Malik about. Not Malik Beasley. No, not Malik okay. Beasley. Because he starts. Walker. Oh, Walker. Yeah. He oh, got oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's he, expert. Yeah. He, he got hot. He went crazy and in the fourth went, quarter. He, he went did. crazy. He did. It happens. Yeah. Guys and, get into a situation where all of a sudden you're feeling good. You uncover it. You're knocking it down. It's just your night. Now, it may never be your night again for another 60 nights, but that for the nap, is man. your night. Yeah. So that may be the case with Max. It may have just been his 342, yeah. his night at that moment in time. We may never, ever see him do it again in his career. Yeah. But that night, the Cleveland Cavs are glad they had yeah. him. And that night, the Miami Heat wished they had is him. Is there anything like that? In the National Football League, in football, is there any kind where a role player has a game that where he takes the game over? I, I can't think of, you know, maybe yeah, it happens absolutely. every once in a while. Maybe a running you back. Find, I was like, going to say, you find yeah. running backs all day long. Yeah. Then all of a sudden you go, damn, he just rushed for 150 on 25 carries. Yeah. And he's giving me 10 and 5 and 8 and 20 and yeah. 10 and 5. You get that. And then that's the last you hear of him. Yes, it absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you think about you, you talk about the Shanahan's and you talk about the, the, the Denver days of running the football. Yep. They had guys that yep. you're like, oh, OK, oh. they're really good. Then all of a sudden they rush for a thousand. Then they're out of the league. again. Yeah. Belichick used to do that occasionally. With, uh, yeah. Not really. Belichick's mm-hmm. running backs 
all with like the when you start talking about the guy's name Corey it? Dillons yeah. and things, they, the they had success before. They were at Indy on a Sunday night. What was the guy's name? Gray. Uh, and and then he got doghoused after the game. But Probably. he had like 140. Yeah, you you get that. Yeah. You get kickers yeah. that all of a sudden are, are kicking consistent 40-yard field yeah. goals that, in the game. It's like, well, how the hell did he give us 12 and they points? they just lose it. And then they just lose it and, and they're they go gone. south and they're and gone they're and gone. you never hear from them again. No mercy. No mercy. No mercy. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline, wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right, Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo, to that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. Stephen Jones made it clear yesterday at the Combine that he and his father, Jerry, have no plans to replace Dak Prescott. Here's what Stephen said. You got a guy like Dak, uh, you know, who's the, you know, who is the uh, leader of this football team. Uh, it's always great to have him back. Uh, he certainly does everything in his ways to uh, make everybody better. Our whole thing with Dak is him being a cowboy. That's all that's on our mind. Keyshawn Johnson, this should make you very happy. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Why wouldn't it, Skip? Why so wouldn't you it? can ridicule me Monday after matter. Monday after playoff Monday. You, 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 so what you're essentially saying is it's all Dak's fault that y'all keep getting bounced from the playoffs. So Dak, played, is Dak has played for the Cowboys for 30 years, huh? Primarily his fault in the last three. You just literally mm-hmm. almost made me use a word mm-hmm. that I cannot use mm-hmm. on television. How can you blame Dak Prescott? I might use the same word about Dak Prescott. How could you? Mm-hmm. You know, there was quarterbacks before Dak Prescott in the yeah. same situations. Mm-hmm. There was guys like Tony Romo, okay? There was guys like Drew Bledsoe. There was guys like Quincy Carter. <laughs> I can go on and on and on about that position and not taking you to where you were with Troy and Roger Starback and Thank Emmett you. to Keep a degree, going. even Danny Keep White. Going. I could go on Don and on Meredith. and on. Don well, I wasn't a damn Don Meredith. That was okay. way before my time. But, I, yes, you're you, correct. You saw him I on know, Monday Night Football. I saw him yeah. enough to know, yeah. okay, this is a cowboy. He's in the ring yeah. of honor, Hall of yeah. Fame. I got it. But you can't sit here and blame it on Dak Prescott. <sighs> what you do too much, Skip, is you try to point the finger at Dak when your defense – isn't playing well. You're not running the football well. Your offensive line is in and out of the lineup because they can't stay healthy. Your coaches are making bad decisions at times, calling timeouts at the wrong time, not calling timeouts when they're supposed to, throwing the football when they're supposed to be running it, running when they're supposed to be throwing it. But you want to blame Dak for all of this. Mm. You want to blame him for all this. When the owner just sat there and said, when Dak Prescott is our leader and he's in the building and he's a part of this team, we all feel good. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to stop. Mm, got to start. No, you don't. Who the hell are you going to get? Like, what are you talking about? You really think Trey Lance is the answer? The Cooper be. Rush? So you ready to start the franchise all over again because you're not satisfied with postseason play mm-hmm. over the last couple years of your team. Mm. 
Because the guy that we talk about as the top reigning this and that on defense yeah. hasn't shown up to the level he has that he would that that we all envision him on the defense. But that's Dak Prescott. Dak is the one rushing the passer. Just like I told you, you say, well, Trayvon Diggs, we lost him, so that's why Arizona beat us. Mm. I didn't know that Trayvon Diggs was playing linebacker and tackle, mm. defensive tackle, and all. I thought he was only on the island. Mm. They ran the ball for 200 and some, 222 yards. Yeah. And but you blame Dak. Stunk in that game. Oh, but you blaming Dak for 222. Mm. Come on, Skip, man, you got to stop. Yes, they need to pay him. <sighs> they need to give him a new deal. Okay, his current deal is getting ready to run out after next season. Yeah. So you want to extend him. You have to extend him to be able to sign Micah Parsons, to be able to get into the free agent market and really make some hay, to be able to sign his top receiver in mm-hmm. C.D. Lamb. Yep. You, you got to extend you gotta, him. You got to, you got And you're going to have to pay yep. him. And I'm not saying he has to be the highest paid quarterback in the National Football League because that's only going to last a day because Patrick Mahomes is going to leapfrog that because that's part of his contract. He can't be underpaid. He's going to be a top four paid quarterback in the league. Just great. So I will be mired in misery for the next, God knows, four years, five years, whatever it is. And you will come in here gloating Sunday after Sunday because we will be just good enough to get annihilated in some playoff game. That's what happens year after year after year. Keyshawn, he you know and I know. you 30 years, though, Skip. Keyshawn. Even you have said on occasion on this show, yeah, there's just something missing in Dak Prescott. Because there is. There's some little thing missing. But there's something if, missing if in everybody. If we want to go to the promised land. I got it. I got it. But after a while, it's like the old saying, you fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Fool me three times, shame on Jerry and Stephen Jones. Because they are shaming and shaming and shaming us because we're throwing good money after bad. What have I seen? I've seen three straight playoff games, and I'm going to show you what sticks in my craw and and eats me alive is that Dak Prescott takes you to the precipice, and then you fall off the cliff. So he takes you to the precipice. you got a home game against San Francisco. This is before they're the 49ers. This is Jimmy G at quarterback. And we're going back now three playoffs ago, and here's the second quarter, and – Whoops. Okay, there's the first one. And that puts you in in a hole where you're about to fall down 23 to 7. Then the game ends with, of course, Dak running and running and running and not having the presence to get down quite in time to give you one last shot at the end zone, to give you one yeah, last shot. But, but the there. referee screwed that up. Did. I, the ref screwed that, that up. Skip, day. don't do this. But, but you can't put the ref Skip, in position to no, screw it up. No, stop. Skip, the ref screwed okay. that up. He did perfect, man. Okay, he did not do perfect. You got to get down two seconds earlier to give yourself a shot. Okay? All right, now we're still going. We're still going. This is at San Francisco, and we got two picks in the second quarter that just eat me alive in a game we only lost 19 to 12, and we put Miscommunication. Okay, here's Green Bay. First quarter, late first quarter. Whoops. Okay, that's there's a great the first play one. by the defender. It was a great play. And here's Darnell Savage. Thank you very Bad much. Bad read Dak. by Thank Dak. Thank you, Dak. Thank Bad you, Dak. read by Dak. And great read sudden, by the DB. Guess what the score is? It's 27 to freaking nothing. In, in late in the first half in a home playoff game, that is inexcusable. So my point is this: I have seen this same movie three straight times with him. And I have seen what Kyle Shanahan did because he went to the Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo. He got all the way to up 20 to 10 in the fourth quarter of a Super Bowl, and they blew it. To Patrick Mahomes, they lost 31 to 20. And you know what he did? He said, I've seen enough. He got us to 20 to 10. He got us to Dak the precipice. Dak Prescott runs circles okay. around Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay, but, but guess what? They just said, you know what? We're going to spend three first-round picks and a third. We're going to go up and, and get Trey Lance. And guess what? He now on y'all bench. I know. He's and, now on y'all bench. So what does what? that say about the great Shanahan's evaluation of a quarterback? What, what they, does that say? What if they were right? Right about what? What if they if were they right about right, Trey Lance? If they was right about Trey Lance, he wouldn't be wearing a damn cowboy uniform three years later. Well, he'd still be a 49er if they hadn't hit the lottery with the last pick in the draft. You didn't hit the lottery in the last pick in the draft till you start playing him because Trey Lance was the starter at the start of the season. He got hurt. And then they, then they figured out after Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt yeah. that the third dude on the team gave them what they were looking for in the other two guys yeah. after they spent 
a haul to go get Trey Lance and a boatload of money for Jimmy Garoppolo. So this whole notion of they knew that Brock Purdy was going to be Brock Purdy. That's what you want me to believe. You want the people of the world out there watching this show and listening to you to believe, well, Skip. I, mean, they, I said they just you, lucked into you it. You want us to believe that they set back, yeah. let him fall to this last pick. Yeah. We know he's going to take us to the Super Bowl. I, I told you that's as lucky as you can get. That's okay, the so luckiest you, so, pick, that's the so luckiest pick be, in the history of football be, other than Tom Brady. You want to be that naive, because I don't want to call you stupid. Yeah. I think I'm that or, smart. Better yet, delusional. Somebody I'll use delusional say, word. You want to be that delusional to think that the Dallas Cowboys and in, in, in Will Clayton them should sit back and look for a quarterback at the bottom of the seventh round to take y'all to the promised land. When you got a guy who hey. was just in the MVP conversation two months ago. You know what? Stop, Skip. When you least expect it, when you most need him to be Dak Prescott, he turns into Duck Prescott. He throws ducks, ducks of interceptions. He turns has into... He, has he had bad playoff games? Yes. Yes, he has. Yes. Is he the classic garbage man? Because that's what he was. Do you remember what happened against Green Bay in this disaster of a playoff game? Guess what Dak Prescott did in the second half? He saved himself in Jerry and Steven's eyes because guess what he did in the second half? He throws for, you ready for this? He goes 28 of 39. He threw yeah. almost 40 passes yeah. in the second half. You that had gave to. him 316 you yards because you're down 20. It was 27 and a half. But the 27 wasn't all on him. You got a defense. Stop some damn yeah, he body. Threw, he threw a pick six. That's, that's six okay. points. All right. So in the second 27. half, he throws for 316 and two touchdowns without an interception. And guess what? Ladies and gentlemen, we're down 48 to 16 early in the fourth quarter. And it winds up 48 to 32. And somehow Jerry delusionally goes home and says, you know what? I, I think he can do this. Let's try it again. Let's run it back with Dak. Let's do it again because I'm 81 and I don't have many more chances here. So what? give me, so give me, give me. Stop give, it. So Just stop it. You got to pull the plug, man. At some point. If you care about winning Super Bowls, you say, I've seen enough. You just said, pull I've the seen plug. enough. Pull yep. the plug on a guy yeah. that was just in the MVP conversation. Yeah. So, That's what I said because he so did it they, again. So should Buffalo pull the plug? Okay, what, what's your priority should Buffalo here? pull the plug on Josh Allen? What's your goal? Should Buffalo pull the plug on Josh Allen? Don't I throw know, your hands talk, up. Give me an answer. I know, but we're not talking about Josh I'm Allen. I'm talking about a quarterback. Should they pull I, the plug? I'll take Josh Allen over That's Dak That's not Prescott. what I asked I'll you. I'll take it. No, they should not because I'll take him. If they should trade, not. Do you think Buffalo would trade that's Josh not, for Dak? That's a simple question. No, well, that's a, I'm okay, turning that's it. it back Stop. on you. Stop for me yeah. for one second. You said no. They shouldn't, right? Yeah. But the Dallas But Cow he's better than Dak Prescott. So why would you pull the plug on him? You lean the league since you've been in the league in total turnovers, but he's better than Dak Prescott. Yeah, he is. He's just more talented than Dak Prescott. Okay. And he played pretty well against Patrick What the Mahomes. hell has I he, he won? outplayed Patrick What the hell has he won? Nothing. Nothing. Okay. I but you that. trying to tell me. All I'm trying to do is compare. All I'm trying to do is compare Who, the two who's quarterbacks. Better? Who's better, Josh Allen or Dak Prescott? I think they're about the same to me. They are not the same. Oh, for real? For real. Why? Because Josh thinking, Allen runs the football a little yeah, bit better? A lot better. A lot better. You yeah. can say a lot. I say a little. They, they, Dak Prescott does not turn the football over nowhere near the no. rate that Josh Allen does. Ago, he did lead the league in interceptions. Uh, he led yeah. the league in interceptions that one year, okay? Mm -hmm. He had a bad stretch run where he turned it over a lot. Prior to that, no. Post that, no. Don't do this, Skip. Okay, Who are well, you going to get? Okay, your goal is to have the Cowboys be mediocre. <laughs> My goal is for them to actually go win a Super Bowl. I right? don't give a blank yeah. about what the Cowboys mm -hmm. do. Because as I tell you, I told Michael, I'll tell you again. I'll be in New Orleans regardless if the Cowboys get there or not. I'm just trying to get you to realize and understand you got a quarterback that you talking about they should get rid of mm -hmm. and move on from, mm -hmm. but you ain't giving me no answers to the replacement. To the replacement? Well, I'd love to see Trey Lance get a shot. I, I loved him coming out of North Dakota State. You can go look it up. All right. You, you go and, ahead. And they validated you me. You go ahead because yeah. clearly mm -hmm. the people that's in charge don't think the same way you think. Mm. 
Well, they don't think they and I would think they've been very successful as owners of the Dallas Cowboys. The people in charge haven't been to a Super Bowl in 30 years. But I would think they haven't been to an NFC championship game in 29 years. I would think, Skip, that they know a little bit, little bit about what they want to do at the quarterback position more than you do. No, they don't. How could they not? They don't. don't. Well, look at Jerry's been groping for quarterbacks for years. So they shouldn't have kept Tony Romo either. They should have got rid of him a long time ago, too. I never was a Romo fan. You never was a Romo Mm -hmm. fan, Mm -hmm. even though... The Romo coaster? uh, Oh, okay. Well, God. So, so... You want them to go all of a sudden and, and go with Trey. Man, that doesn't even, you sound crazy. No, no, I don't sound crazy. Because the Shanahan's, there, there are other ways to go. The guys you that decide. you look at it, the guys that you look at, and you're always telling me the Shanahan's are the smartest guys in offense and this and that, and they, they got rid of him. Hey, I, I mean, maybe if people love Dak Prescott the way you do, well, then, if you put him on the trading block, man, who knows who, who might swoop in? That, that, Maybe you could go well, up and get gonna, Caleb Williams. They're going to swoop in. Yeah, but good. you're going to start the clock all over again. Good. Let's and start now it. you're going to be into the 50th year yeah. before you win a Super no. Bowl. Mm-mm. Or even advance to an NFC Championship It could game. be three years from now because we're going nowhere with Dak. You think Dak will ever win a Super Bowl? I think he has the potential to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. I do. But so did Brad Johnson. Man, I won a Super Bowl. I know, because he had that defense and he had you. But you're supposed to have a defense. Yeah. You're supposed to. Yeah. You claim that y'all was the best defense at the start of the season. Mm-hmm. Money can buy. Yep, I loved him. Michael Parsons was a, a front runner for defensive uh, MVP, defensive Huge player of the year. disappointment. Okay. As was Did- Dan Quinn. Now Dan was. Y'all unbelievable. And he got a head coaching job off a disappointing year. I don't know that I would call the defensive side of the ball for the Dallas Cowboys a disappointing year. They had a decent defense. Yeah. Not a disappointing defense. Oh, okay. They didn't have the top defense in the league. Green but they Bay had a very came competitive in and defense. ran them off the field. Okay, matchups sometimes yep. that, that happens though, Skip. Mm. But back to this quarterback, they're going to pay him. I know. And he's going to get every single cent. Yep. That he deserved. They're that stuck. he earned. They are stuck with Dak Prescott. Wh- whatever you yep. want to call it. So won't you pick another team then? We'll be pretty good. Well, I already told you. you. I, I'm on record. I'm saying, you know, the Packers are starting to intrigue me. Mm. Our man Lil Wayne, I'm saying, I might just join you on the bandwagon because I love Jordan Love. Yeah, you love him today. Tomorrow you'll be talking about Jordan Love. They should get rid of him and go get no, some other dude. No, I will not. I can't believe They're, they're you, going places. I can't believe that you feel like you really need to get rid of Dak Prescott. Oh, come on. Well, who wouldn't? You, you don't think about three-fourths of Cowboy Nation doesn't feel that way right now? No, I, I don't. Yeah, I, do. I think do. you do. I don't think no. the people in that locker room feel that way. I don't know about that. I don't think the team, yeah. I don't think his teammates feel that way. I don't know about that. I don't that. think the owner feel that way. Plus, well, what is the owner showing you? Okay, 30 years? Really? Okay. So a team that was built by Jimmy won three Super Bowls that should have been five. And then that's it. That's all we got to show, right? And he's still the general manager. If if Jerry weren't the owner, would he have fired the general manager Jerry Jones a long time ago? Sure, he would have. Probably for some yeah. of the probably some yeah. of the coaching hires that yeah. along the way. Yeah. Probably some of the coaching hires along the way. He probably would have fired him. Yeah. But as far as collecting talent, they've done a tremendous job on collecting yep. the talent. Well, I always think Dallas does a good job, whether it's free agency they or the drafted draft. very well. Or the draft, yeah. they do a good job. Yeah. Not so, free agency, but draft. No, but they don't go big in they free don't. agency. They don't. Pl- they the don't little believe in it. pieces that they do plug in free agency. Yeah. They've done a good job at. Yeah. I'm stuck with the garbage man. Duck Prescott. No mercy, no mercy, no mercy. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. 
BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash undisputedpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash undisputedpod. Your mental health journey begins here. Patriots director of scouting Elliot Wolf told reporters yesterday at the Combine that the team will have a, quote, less of a hard-ass vibe. Elliot Wolf said, it's easy to say the culture has changed, but there's no players here right now, so we'll see if the culture has changed. Keyshawn, will, quote-unquote, less of a hard-ass vibe be better or worse for the New England Patriots? It'll be better. Yeah? Yeah, because it's a different regime. It's a different situation. You can't come in and be Bill Belichick. Gerard Mayo's going to be Gerard Mayo, okay? He was a player in the National Football League. Again, I'll tell you this many times over. All those other failed coaches that was on Bill's coaching staff that went on, they went on to become Bill. Gerard Mayo is not going to try to be Bill. So far, so good. I mean, it doesn't feel like that. It's going to be a different approach. In fact, he's made it clear he's not Bill. Exactly. So all them Josh McDaniels, them Eric Mangini's, them them, uh, Matt Patricia's. Bill O'Brien. Well, Bill O'Brien, not so much. But Bill Bill O'Brien had some mild success as a coach at the Texans as well as at Penn State that took yeah. over a tough situation But, but he Penn tried State. to coach it the way Bill coached But he did a good yeah. job at mm-hmm. Houston. He mm-hmm. failed as a general manager. Yeah. If he never took on that general manager role, I think he would have had a little more success well, in Houston. He got sideways with he, D-Hop. He got and sideways yeah. with everybody, right? Yeah. You take <laughs> your best player away from a quarterback that you just it just didn't make okay, any sense. But he did have a hard-ass vibe to him. And that's okay, okay. Yeah. because he was successful yep. at doing it. Now, remember, he didn't go directly from Bill Belichick to the National Football League. He went to Penn State. State. So there was a gap well, in between, fair. which I, I look at it that way. It's going to be a change. It's going to be a change, and it's going to be for the better because Gerard Mayo's not going to try to be Bill Belichick. And if you don't try to be Bill Belichick and it's a change and whatever you want to call it, you want to call it softer, you want to call it less tension, whatever it is, it is going to be a different culture change. It just is. It's his team, his stamp on it. It's his prince. It has nothing. Bill's nowhere in the building. It's different. All right. So Elliot Wolf has been there for four years. So he was a Belichick hire. Yes. And you know of his father, Ron. Ron. You oh, yeah. I know Ron. Yeah, I know Ron well. well. Okay. So Ron Wolf, one of the greatest, if not, the, you can make a case, he was the greatest GM in the history of this league because he worked for Al Davis for a while. He was in Tampa early on, but then Al Davis won a couple of rings there. Then he just turned the Packers upside down mm-hmm. and around. Getting Reggie yeah. White was big. He, he talked Reggie White into coming to Green Bay, Wisconsin. And he went and found Brett Favre in Atlanta, and he was having his issues and, and – he, he stole him out of Atlanta, and you know the rest is Super Bowl history. They did get to a couple, and they won one. All right, so Elliot Wolf has been there and done that. He knows what that feels yes. like. He, he knows what championships smell like. He, I think he was born and raised in Green Bay. Probably. So <laughs> the, the, the point is, I don't think he was taking a shot at Bill here. No. I think he was just stating a fact. It's we a fact. will have less of a hard-ass vibe yeah. because – Bill was about as hard ass as has ever come down the I, pike, I, I, except I, I, for maybe your coach. Twenty years. Yeah. If if I can get six Super Bowls dealing with hard ass. No. Twenty years. Yeah, I'm gonna take that. Okay. And I ain't gonna complain at all. None, zero, zilch. If I can get three Super Bowls in twenty years, I'm yeah. taking that with was, a hard ass. Was Bill harder ass than Bill Parcells was? Did he learn that from Bill, or was that his way? Was that? I don't know that he learned it from Bill. Or they learned it from each other, or whatever the case is. Yeah. You got to remember, first of all, he's a military guy, okay? So you, you, you look at it from that standpoint, and I don't think that being a hard-nosed coach, and I hear people, oh, you can't coach players that way today. That's a damn lie. They want to be coached, and, and, and you want to be coached a certain way. Sean McVay is a hard head. I mean, a hard ass. He's a hard ass. He is not, you think because he smiles and he gets on and talks to him, but when he's coaching them dudes, 
He's coaching them. Yeah, I'll buy that. He's yeah. coaching them. Mm -hmm. They're not getting away with anything from Sean. Sean is holding them accountable at all times. That's why you see dudes in, dudes out. He got rid of a dude who took him to a Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. You don't think that's cutthroat and hard? Yeah, it's cold-blooded. Cold-blooded. Yeah. So I, I, I understand Bill's down and out right now. So it's easy to pile on over the last several years when Tom went on to win to kick him and stomp on him while he's down. People have been waiting on that. They've been waiting on it because of his approach to how he deals with people. Mm. He deals with people differently than most people in that space. He doesn't talk to you. He walked past you. He doesn't, if he don't know, you don't deal with you. He just want to talk football. He don't want to get in, caught up in all the, let's go out to eat and have a drink after practice. And people, I don't want to say don't necessarily like it. They don't understand him. They don't understand him. But this is better for this New England Patriots situation. Although you contend, having gotten to know Bill a little bit off the field, oh, yes. having gone to dinner with Dinners, him occasionally. baseball games, yeah. all that, okay. yeah. That you see a little softer side, maybe not softer, but, but a funner side, you know, like a more sarcastic, yes. funny yes. side. Yes, right? because he's not in... The f he's not in his space of football yeah. in a building that he spends 15 hours a day in. He's not in that space. Mm. It's not all work. He's removed from that. But everybody doesn't get the opportunity to be able to see those sort of things. And you can skip Bayless. Everybody doesn't get a chance to see you outside of this building. No. They see you here. And you know how many questions I get about you on a daily it's fine. Don't worry about it. That's not what you said. No, that is what I say. But that happens. I'm like, he's in his work environment. This is what he loves. This is his space. I am he intense about he this. He don't want yeah. you messing with I, I take and disrupting what he does. I don't. And so maybe, that's the same maybe way Bill is. Fault. Maybe to a fault. And maybe Bill's yeah. is to a yeah. fault. Yeah. Okay? Working. Now, I tell this for everybody. And I call it working for Bills because you played for him, so you're working for him. It's like dog years. You age. You do. You, you age with them because everything is... You know, I remember when I, one time I was in the weight room and I was a pretty, you know, fit, avid lifter. I didn't, have, I didn't cheat the system or nothing. I'm in there doing everything they're asking me to do. He walks in. Bill Parcell? Yeah, he okay. walks in and tells me I'm not doing enough. And I'm like, what the, you know, I'm like, man, please, man, get away from me with was that. Was he just trying to push your button a little bit? He was trying to push my button, mm -hmm. but at the same time, it's annoying. It's annoying. But he, he read you as, as somebody he could motivate by that. But I didn't need you know him what? to motivate okay. me. I didn't need him to do that. Yeah. Hell, I'm already power clinging, whatever it was. I don't need you to try to tell me what I should be doing more. But I understood that is him. It works. Or, or, or telling me when I'm, I've got a temperature of 100 and something and I'm IVing and I, and I got the flu and we get ready to play New England Patriots. I, I don't know. need a coach coming in telling me I don't want to play in the game because of Ty Law. I don't need him putting a gas tank That's in front funny. of my uh, locker telling me I got the Ty Law flu. I don't need that. That makes me laugh. But at the but end it, of the day, yeah. I understood where he was going with Did you some play? people. Yeah, come on, man, stop. What you think? And what you think? What happened? What you think? I did what I was supposed okay. to do. Did he push the right button in Keyshawn? I I would say he. Yeah, he pushed the right button. Did in you me. love playing for Bill Parcells? Oh my God! I yes. I, I think you loved yeah. it beyond oh anything my, you ever. Uh, yeah. All of them. Okay. I didn't mind sitting in, although I'm only playing thirty seconds in a game on defense. I didn't mind sitting in a meeting for two hours with Bill Belichick trying to get me to understand there's different formations that they could potentially run in this situation mm -hmm. all the way back when this coach was at another team yeah. 10 years ago. Yeah. I didn't mind that because yeah. I knew if I was prepared, I was prepared to succeed and not fail. Yeah. I didn't mind that. Some people mind those sort of things. I don't believe Tom Brady mind being dog cursed until a certain not. point no. where it was like, okay, I, I, I've been doing this a million years. This is why players like me, I retire. I retire early because I don't want to sit in a room listening to you as a coach talk to everybody behind me when I've heard the same story forever. I don't want to hear it again. It gets yeah. 
it gets old and long and windy. Yep. And that's how, that's what happens. Okay, what I love most about you, what tells me the most about your character is you love playing for Bill Parcells. That, oh, yeah. That's a big plus oh, yeah. for you because he's hard to play for. Very hard. And yeah, those, <laughs> those who survived and thrived under Bill Parcells, yeah. oh, they, were, they were really good because I've known a bunch of them. And it was a select few. It's almost like the few, the proud, the Marines. If, if you can do this. But it's the same thing for Belichick. Yeah, it Everybody is. Everybody that has success under Belichick yeah. has no issues yeah. with him. The ones that have issues with him are the ones that didn't live up to the expectations or he decided yeah. no more. They're the ones that have the issues with him. Yeah. Tom had issue with him in the end. He did. Because they, he just tired. So at some point, Skip, but, but for Bill 20 Belichick years, would give him nothing tired. back. He would give him nothing. Yeah, I, I mean, understand. The, the classic statement from Bill Belichick on Tom Brady was that AFC Championship game against Jacksonville went on the Wednesday before the game. I don't know what happened. He's handing the ball to Burkhead, and his hand gets caught, and it rips the yeah, palm of yeah, his throwing and he, hand and open. And he said it's not open-heart surgery. It's, it's not exactly open-heart yeah. surgery. He had 12 stitches in his I hand. I understand. you got to give him a little bit. You, no, you, I don't. You, you, well, you no, should. No, I do not. That no. could have saved that relationship. It probably could have. It could have. But yeah. that's not his style. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You, here's what. Here's what he, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I broke my ankle with the Cowboys the end of the year against the Dallas Cowboys, but I already not against, not against. I mean, against against uh, the Giants, Giants in yeah. Giants Stadium. Yep. First uh, quarter. Yep. Break my ankle, snap mm -hmm. like a pretzel. Mm -hmm. Go to the locker room, sitting there at halftime. I have to get a scope on my knee at the end of the year anyway. I have to get a scope. I'm sitting up there with my knee on the thing like this. I'm teed off. I just lost a half a million dollars in incentives. I'm mad. Halftime. Bill walks in training room. He asked uh, Brent and in in um, Greg, our uh, trainers at the time, what's wrong with him? He goes, well, he broke his ankle. They go, he broke his ankle. He's gonna go into surgery tomorrow. Yeah. He goes, good. He can get both things blankety blankety worked on and walked away. <laughs> and I just sat there like this, you know. I, but that's. Them. Okay. You got to be able to yeah. deal with that if oh, you want to play for that. Well, those days have ended in New England. It's going to feel different. It'd be different. Yeah.